Hello, hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Claim Your Power podcast, the ultimate show for all things New Age spirituality, entrepreneurship, and embodied leadership. I'm your host, Kim Peretz. I'm an author, entrepreneur, and yoga enthusiast. If you're ready to step up, tap into your gifts, and unleash your potential, you are at the right place. It's time to claim your power. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Claim Your Power podcast. I am very excited for today's episode because I have my wonderful friend, Kaylin Malley, on with me today. She is an entrepreneur, a content creator. You've probably seen her face on TikTok. And we're going to be talking all about how to embody your dark feminine energy. So thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you for having me. I'm super, super excited to talk. And this is our first time, like, I guess virtually meeting and we already we were talking before this and I think it's gonna be a really great conversation yes okay so my first question for you would be to tell us about your own spiritual journey just to give a little background how did you go from being like the spiritual content creator and your whole journey with that yeah I mean it's kind of crazy because it started in such like a weird way I didn't grow up with any family members that were like super spiritual or like any friends I grew up in Kansas City like it's very just your typical suburban like you follow this path of life and that's just like what it is very simple very basic and I guess I always knew that I innately just had this like power or this like understanding of like energy and like manifestation but like I didn't know how to unlock that I even remember when I was really little I would do like little visualizations visualization things but I didn't know that's what it was and it wasn't until I started dealing with like a lot of health issues later on in life I'm going to try and like make this as quick as possible without getting too complicated but basically I went down the whole like eating disorder path like all that stuff which basically led to me losing my period and like having like no estrogen and no progesterone and all these things and then going back and forth with doctors and then trying to get me on birth control and just all these different things that was making me really, really depressed, unhappy. So I was physically just not feeling good. I had like gained significant weight. I, my mental state was horrible. Like my mindset back then was just the most negative thing in the whole world. And I want to say that was probably like four years ago because the whole journey was probably like a four or five year long journey. And then after a bunch of stuff and doing research and trying to like find someone to like do all this work with. I finally found a health coach that I work with now. Um, and she was basically what brought to my awareness that your body doesn't know the difference between physical and mental stress. Okay. Something has to give if I want to be able to continue like living the lifestyle that I live. Cause I moved to LA and we were talking about this before, but like LA is a very fast paced environment and you're constantly being stimulated by external things. And then on top of that, if I wanted to like work out a certain way and like build a certain physique that I wanted and just all these different things, something had to give. And so I realized that that was my mind and I had to lower my mental stress and just the way I looked at life and everyone my whole life was telling me, oh, do gratitude, do these different things. And I was like, just like, no, like, fuck you. Like, I don't need that kind of a thing. And then it wasn't until like July of 2020 that I finally pulled out a journal and just started with affirmation and gratitude and I wrote down three things I was grateful for every single morning and basically from there it just spiraled and built like build it and I started reading some books and then TikTok became really popular and there were like 
creators on that platform that were talking about these different things. And then for me, it was like, once you start to like see those affirmations come into your physical realm, I was like, oh, this, this works. And so when you kind of get the like actual 3D experience of that, you're like, it's so much easier to fall forward into it and to just believe it more and more and more and like start looking up like manifestation techniques, like all these different things and kind of going through the different paths and then going through healing phases and like ego deaths, which bring more and more awareness. So it kind of started from just being in a really bad place and needing to get my health taken care of. And that ended up being the solution. And I have cured everything with doing that, which is amazing. And then also just brought so much more like abundance into my life. And yeah, that's kind of, I guess, <laughs> the sh- short-ish version of it. I feel like you're a reflection of me because listening to your story is so similar to my own spiritual journey. I feel like it's like a universal thing that a lot of girls with their spiritual awakenings, it starts with something health related. I went through my own health journey. I lost my period too. I was vegan, eating disorder, you know, all these things. And there's always two paths to go down there. I mean, you either sink deeper through that path and then you spiral into a depression and you go deeper or you somehow awaken the strength within you. And that's very similar to what happened to me. So hearing your own story and how you kind of went through the same experience just in a different font is honestly very inspiring. And I hope that anybody listening back home that maybe is going through that experience right now in this moment, know that that experience is not forever and you will rise up from it as long as you commit to yourself and commit to your health and commit to your well-being. And so for me too, like with the affirmations, I my spiritual journey started with affirmations and journaling. And, you know, I went through like a whole phase where I was like incredibly happy. I was in my like love or light phase. <laughs> All my friends were like, Kim, why are you so happy? And I was like, because I realized the meaning of life. And then oh. <laughs> love and light phase doesn't last that long. No. Then you like realize you're in the matrix. And then you realize like all these things about life. But then like, it taught me a lot about myself. And then that ended up two years later, I ended up publishing a book on positive affirmations. So it's so crazy, like the full circle moment of the thing that saved me and the thing that empowered me ended up catalyzing a completely different initiative in my life that ended up empowering other people too. So it's so beautiful hearing your own journey and your own story and how that brought you to where you are today. Um, I know you guys can't see Kaylin right now on camera, but she's got this like really powerful energy going. And I think it's because you're very connected to your feminine energy and your dark feminine energy. So maybe you can talk about like, what is feminine and dark feminine energy to start us off? (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, it's really interesting that you say that because I am definitely now a lot more connected to my feminine energy, dark feminine energy. Some of the reasons, so I guess I'll kind of start with a little bit of an explanation of it. Cause I feel like people hear the word dark and they think evil and I'm like, it's not evil. It's actually so it's such a necessity when it comes to being a woman. Cause it's essentially like, for me, I think it's such a beautiful thing because it's like the creation of like, like birth and destruction, like the mysteries of like womanhood and um, your ability to say no and set boundaries and like, which is so, so important. And I feel like 
in females, it's been suppressed for like such a long, long time. And that's why it makes me so happy to finally see so many people talking about it and being normalized to be like, no, like, I don't want to do this. I want to do this. And like, that it doesn't make you a selfish person. It doesn't make you all these things that we've kind of deemed as a society to be quote unquote bad or evil. And instead it's like, no, they're not evil. They're actually really, really great things. And then also along the lines with dark, it's like also your like seduction and your power and like really finding love with all your shadows, not just like all the little like easy things to love about yourself. Like, oh, you look in the mirror and you like, like these things, but it's like all the things that you used to think were maybe your like weak points, you start to understand are actually your power and like what makes you different. So they're all those really, really great things. And for me, I actually realized I went through a healing phase, a pretty massive healing phase just a few months ago. And I operated strictly from my masculine for 21 years of my life. So like, I'm definitely someone that understands what it's like to constantly feel like you are only worthy when you're succeeding or when you're doing and all these different things. And while those will get you results, it's not until you understand the power of both of them. And when you start to embrace more of that feminine side that the universe can kind of bring you so much more abundance and gifts. And I feel like for me, when I first was like diving more into my feminine, the dark was something that resonated more with me because it was kind of the, almost like the bridge between like your light feminine and like your masculine and all that stuff. So for me, it just like resonated a lot as well. I want to mention about dark feminine energy and also just masculine energy in general is that there is no association with gender. So I think a lot of people, I've gotten a lot of questions because I've posted a few videos about feminine energy on my TikTok and I've gotten questions about like gender for it. And I want to reiterate that it has nothing to do with gender. I mean, we all have feminine energy and masculine energy. It's the yin and the yang. And it's so important to make that distinction. And I also want to mention back to what you were saying about how for a lot of women, it's been suppressed, like the wounded feminine energy has been apparent for so many years. And honestly, like centuries, like if you think back for thousands of years ago, women were merely existing to serve men. Mm-hmm. like in every aspect like which is like oh like, so <laughs> yeah. like if you look back we were the housewives we mm-hmm. had to sexually only please men like we were always in the shadows and we felt like if we weren't pleasing men or satisfying men we weren't doing our job and that now in this present moment has led to a generation of women with wounded feminine energy because we feel like we can't say no. We feel like we can't stand up for ourselves. And that manifests in so many areas in life. Like, for example, the wage gap, like that's wounded divine feminine energy where women like do not have, feel powerful enough to ask for raises. And I mean, that manifests in every area of our society. It manifests also with the worthiness wound. I posted a video about on TikTok like a few, I want to say like two weeks ago about that, about how women feel unworthy because of the actions of men. And this is not like a strut towards men because this has nothing to do with men. It has more to do with our shadow work as women. But I think, for example, like if a man doesn't text you back or doesn't make the effort, it goes straight to the worthiness, wounded feminine of like, oh, he doesn't like me. Like, I'm not good enough. I literally, 
that has been a huge learning lesson for me in the past two-ish years, I want to say, because as I dealt with a lot of those health issues, and I'm sure you kind of experienced the same thing, at that time, like, I didn't even have the capacity to, like, speak to men, to, like, do anything, to, like, even really, and this for me, like, I am straight, so my, in this situation just happens to be men, but for other, everyone, like you said, like, can look very different. Um, but for me, I was like, I didn't have time to explore that yet. So then I, when I started to explore that, it's so interesting how your immediate reaction, whenever someone is like, like, oh no, or they start acting weird or they do the whole ghosting thing, you take it so personally and you're immediately questioning your worth. And something that I did was, and I'm sure other people resonate with this is I was like talking to a guy for a while and then things kind of went South and I notice it's funny that I can now reflect back is then I went into a phase of like talking to so many different guys, like doing all these different things to prove to myself that I was still worthy. When in reality, like my worth does not come from how many people approve of me It's or any of those things. It's like, how do you approve yourself? And it wasn't until like a year later that I was able to make that reflection and go, oh, this is me being like wounded and needing to fix some things within myself. So it's really interesting you brought that up because I resonate with that a lot. I love that you brought up ghosting because ghosting is like a big thing in our society. And I think it's so important to note that when you get hurt from ghosting, it's because you're taking a hit to your ego, not to your higher self. And so if somebody doesn't respond to you, usually if you're in a wounded feminine energy, You'll take it straight personal, like you said, and you'll think, okay, I'm not worthy enough. They don't like me enough. What did I do wrong? Blah, 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 blah. When you realize, though, that everybody is a reflection of you and the way somebody treats you is actually how they feel about themselves and has nothing to do with your value, your life will change. Your worth is not determined by whether or not somebody else can see your value. So instead of being, if somebody doesn't respond to you or somebody ghosts you or somebody is not interested in you, instead of making it about yourself, don't do that and start making it about who you are as a person and start taking it as take it as a way to empower you to say, okay, I'm grateful that this person ghosted me or didn't respond to me because they're showing me who they are. They're showing me that they can't communicate with me. And to me, that is unattractive. And so why would I sit around being sad and letting them have power over me when I can claim back that power and be in my dark feminine era and say, okay, Thank you. Thank you for the purpose you served. I'm grateful for you. I send you back love and healing, but I'm out. No, I, I love that. I feel like too, for me, sometimes like, cause I know like you, you can think all these things, but that doesn't mean it's easy to apply, especially at the beginning. But sometimes I'll be like, you know what? It's none of my business. Like once I had the like realization that, okay, it's none of my business why they ghosted me. It's none of my business why they did these things. Like they need to heal on their own. I feel like for me, it made it easier to go, okay, I can just shift the focus back to myself and then be like, what in this situation, what awareness did it evoke in me to go? What are the things I still need to work on? Because if you start to look at it from an awareness factor, then it gives you just insight into yourself to be like, okay, what more can I explore within me? And then shift all that energy of upsetness, of like motivation, of like anger. You can like put that back on yourself to go, okay, how can I like start to move through these things and not put that on another person? Yes, totally. And I also think I want to add that when you get triggered by something, that is a direct path and a direct portal to realize a part of yourself that needs healing. I think a lot of us avoid our triggers 
And if you can start looking at your triggers as these opportunities for growth, rather as these daunting things of guilt and misery or where you judge yourself, you will find so much insight about your own life because your triggers, if you are able to face them with love and with openness, and you're able to rise up from them, you will enter this new growth period in your life and you will enter this new frequency that will evoke so much positive change in your life. And so I think a way that I've looked at situations like this personally in my life is I used to hate triggers and I used to avoid them altogether. But now when I'm in a situation that I find myself feeling triggered, whether it's from a, a conversation where I feel like I can't speak my truth or whether it's a conversation with like a relationship or anything like that, I think those triggers now are able to ignite this fire within me to want to rise up. And I really invite anyone listening to start looking at your own triggers and seeing what are these triggers teaching me about myself and how are these triggers opportunities for growth? Yeah. I, for me, just like second, I guess going off that like exact same situation is like the more I've dove into myself and faced all those things, I learned so, so much, which I think also has led to this just unconditional love for myself as well uh, once you can love all the parts of you that you avoided for so long there is nothing anyone can take from you and so I feel like it's like that in itself is really really powerful it's like you can strip me of everything but like you can't take me from me and I have me now and so like that that is how you get everything that you want that is how you get all the external things is like once you do the internal work and I promise, I know anyone listening, it's so scary to like, not even scary, but also just frustrating to have to face those things. And also you can face them once and then it not be like instantly healed. Like oftentimes we have to come up and face them. I feel like multiple times and depending on the trauma or the limiting belief around it, it can take some longer than others, but to just like keep coming back to it and keep working through it. I feel like just that process alone builds so much just endurance within yourself and so much more strength. And then you just like people talk about love all the time, like this unconditional love. And it's like, when you unconditionally love someone else, they, there's nothing that they can do that upsets you, that like turns you away that you don't like about them. And so it's like, if you can give that to yourself, you be kind of just become unstoppable because you're like, I am so proud of me. I'm so proud of all the things that I've been through. And I just love me for my soul and like all the things that I've gone through. Wow. That was so powerful. <laughs> I want to just like take that and listen to that every morning. Like that was so powerful. I love that so much. I want to transition to talk about some of the different ways that someone can tap into their feminine and dark feminine energy. So do you have any ideas or things that you personally do to help you be more in your feminine versus your masculine? Yeah. So if we're talking about dark specifically, um, one thing, and I feel like I talk about this a lot on my podcast is just like with everything, it starts with like self-love and self-concept because the more self-respect you have and the more self-love you have, the easier it becomes to set boundaries and say no. Cause it's like no different than like, if someone you respect a lot is telling you to do X, Y, and Z, you will do it without question. And so oftentimes people, I feel like get confused as to why they can like set goals for themselves or say they're going to do something for themselves, but then fall 
they fall through with it and don't actually end up doing it. And oftentimes there's a lack of self concept, a lack of self love and a lack of self respect, which leads to a lack of discipline. Um, so I feel like the first thing, like even we were talking about at the beginning is like just starting with those affirmations and starting to build a connection with yourself. Um, and then once you start to get more of that connection with yourself, I feel like even strengthening female relationships and female friendships can be a great way to kind of help that empowerment journey. Cause like us females are, are cool. And like there, we are living in a society where we are suppressed and we are, we do deal with those things. And it's hard for the masculine to like relate to that more, or like actually just like men, I guess, specifically, um, that's not to like put them over on this other thing and say, hate you. I've been through that whole thing too. Like I get it. It's so easy to just like demonize the whole group. Um, but it is really important to strengthen the female friendships and through like the self exploration of like the mind, also just the body too, and getting really comfortable and like who you are, like physically and embracing that. And I know there's different ages probably listening to this. So like only do what you're comfortable with. But if that means like full, like self-touch, whatever, but even just like dancing in a mirror and like just getting comfortable like moving and like allowing yourself also to just like be like more in that freedom and I feel like that comes with even just like the light feminine too is to just kind of like just allow yourself to exist and like not hold back as much for me I really resisted any sort of just like fluidity I feel like in a sense and I felt like I needed to be super structured and perfect all the time and I was like that's not what the feminine energy is the feminine energy is so chaotic but that's what makes it beautiful like it's what inspires the masculine energy or what's supposed to inspire the masculine energy so I feel like it's about embracing that and even like off that girls listening to this I feel like a lot of times we get called crazy or guys like to be like you guys are crazy and for the longest time I feel like I tried to not be crazy or to just be like yeah just be like chill and like laid back whatever but I'm like Out of the boys like yeah yeah exactly <laughs> but it's like us females like we first of all our hormones they do change like we go through different things like we're supposed to like have all these different emotions and this creativity and all this different stuff come up so like embrace that and like allow yourself to try something and then if you don't like it who cares we'll go and try something else and like all of that like freedom and just like that can start from just like that body movement that can move to like mental freedom as well but just embracing all of those different parts I feel like can be a really great way to start stepping into that feminine being essentially I love everything that you said I just made a few notes on my piece of paper because for anybody listening I've had so many like I've been forgetting so many things I wanted to say, but first I wanted to add what you said about the sisterhood wound. I think as women, we have been pitted against each other for so long in society. I mean, you can go all the way back to like the generational traumas of like the witch hunts and things like that. But as a society, like women are pitted against each other. And I think there has been like this shift in consciousness lately for women to start coming together and realizing that it's not us against each other. It's us against the problem. And I think that's so beautiful. And that can be applied to like relationships with men that could be applied to the workforce, to any part of society, honestly. And I love to see like women connecting with one another and empowering each other. And when I tear another woman down, I'm tearing myself down. And that's embarrassing. Like, why would I want to tear another woman down? Like we need to 
rise up. We need to empower each other. And that is why I love to like have strong women come on my podcast and have these conversations because it's so important to heal the sisterhood wound and to realize like you can have true female friendships. Like there are women out there that will be true and they won't turn on you and they won't gossip about you. There is like such a trauma behind it, but I think there are also so many women who have and crave that female friendship and feel the lack of it and the scarcity. And I think it's so important to realize that if you feel the lack of sisterhood and female friendships in your life, like you are not alone. Like if you are someone who is a true friend, who's embodied, then there are so many other people who are like that. That's the same thing I tell people for like soulmates or like relationships. Like if you are someone who's spiritual, who's embodied, who loves themselves, there is another version of you out there, whether it's in a guy or a girl or any other gender, like there's another version of you out there. Like that exists because you exist. So that's proof that there's another one that exists. We think that the feminine energy is only free flowing and like gravitating and like grounding. And it definitely is that, like it definitely is. But what the dark feminine energy is, it's chaotic. It's expression. It's being able to honor your intuition, to set boundaries, to express your emotions fully as you come, to have sacred anger. And all these things are also so important. And they're part of the feminine energy that I really want to mention and highlight to anyone listening, like, just because you're not always lovey-dovey or love and light does not mean you're not in your feminine. It just, it's all about finding the balance between the flow and the free flowing and the chaos and the power. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree so much. And I think also like when so many people, and I'm sure you get these questions too, are just always like, how do I be high vibrational? Like I, I, I was low vibrational for a day. Like, am I, is that bad? And it's, I think people often forget just with like spirituality as a whole is initially they see it as such this like love and light thing. Like you were talking about, and it's just like airy fairy and like all these beautiful, amazing things. And yes, like that is so a part of it, but like, you can't have the good without the bad. And like, you can't have the bad without the good. Like everything is just like a cause and effect of one another. And so the second you can embrace every aspect and every emotion and rather than trying to like hide from it a lot of those emotions that come up throughout the chaos is actually like the keys that we need to like get where we want to go and so to just like explore that emotion and allow it to just like be what it is knowing that it will pass like every emotion will also pass so if you can just also realize that you were like the observer of your thoughts and that you are not your thoughts and that you are not your emotions they're all just a part of being a human being um, I feel like it be, makes it a lot easier to then move through with compassion for yourself through all of those different experiences that come up as being a human being, specifically a female that's dealing with like the chaos of like all your energy that's happening. What would you say are some signs that your dark feminine energy is blocked? I think the biggest thing is if you, I hate saying this, but like if you, if people call you like a doormat or like do like things like that, when it's coming to dark specifically, it's like, if you struggle to say no or set boundaries, it's like, those are your first tell two signs, whatever that, whatever that phrase is, tells, tell signs, whatever, um, that there's probably a lack of that dark feminine energy within you, or if that you're constantly feeling the need to like impress other people or like almost like be showy versus just be like your true authentic self. 
I feel like those can be kind of like a giveaway that maybe there's some stuff that you need to work through. Same thing with even the like sisterhood wound that you were talking about. If you um, are constantly thinking people are out to get you, that you don't, you have a hard time relating to other people, all things like that, I can feel like can be those signs. I'm curious what your thoughts are on that too. I definitely agree with what you said. I also think another big sign for me in my own experience that was like a ding, 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 like my feminine energy is blocked that I realized is victimhood. The dark feminine energy is all about expression. It's about not needing the external validation. It's about knowing your worth, being comfortable in your own skin. And I think the victimhood or also the energy of desperation and that can be applied like not just like to relationships but also with like life or your manifestations in general because the difference between somebody who can really call in something into their life and somebody who's focused on the desperate energy of the manifestation is you already know that it's yours and that is the key with manifestation is it's not outside of you it's not something that like you need to grasp on it's something that you already know belongs to you and is yours and will arrive in divine timing that is how you can embody your dark feminine energy and then use it to influence your co-creation of your life is realizing that your power lies within yourself. It's not outside of you. And anytime you are in a desperate energy or like in a chasing energy, instead of in a free flowing things gravitate to me energy, that might be a sign that your feminine energy is blocked. And I think the best way to, you know, unblock it and to allow your feminine energy to prosper again is kind of what you said is like to spend time with yourself, to work on your relationship with yourself, to come home to yourself and to experience yourself and your energy in its wholeness. And whatever that is, that may be for you. It's, I think for me, like a lot of like sacred dancing, journaling, shadow work, grounding, like all these things really allow you to tap into your feminine energy and are so important for all of us to hold space for each other, but also for ourselves. <laughs> yeah, I I agree. With, you said all that so well. <laughs> and so I think that's a really beautiful explanation of like how to work through those different things. Something I'll just like add to that, that I love to do that I've done a lot more recently. Is like for me, the sun and sunlight is such a huge like connection. <laughs> I was like, stop. stop it right now. You too? No, like, I right before we hopped on this tick and I was like sunbathing is my new ritual and I just posted <laughs> did you really no I'm not I'm I really don't like it I'm gonna feel like it right now it is the most I can't explain like it just I feel like releases for me everything like any desperation that you're talking about like it just immediately like I feel it connects me to source so so instantly and there's something that about it that just allows me to just like exist exactly where I am and it feels just so good and just out even if you're like someone that maybe struggles with meditation which I still think is really really important and how you can really start to like shift your life at like a faster pace um but just start with like sitting in the sun and allowing like when you're anxious or whatever's coming up for you just allow all the feelings to, like hit you while you're in the sun and something about that for me just has been really groundbreaking 
And just to add like the logistics side to it for my logical friends on this oh, podcast, yeah. <laughs> I think they're like going out and sunbathing and sun gazing like in the morning, like even for 10 minutes will balance your entire circadian rhythm, which is so important for women because we are aligned with the moon. We're like in a 28 day cycle. And so that really helps us ground into our body. And also there's like so many like yogic philosophies about that and like ancient philosophies in Egypt that talked about how they would sun gaze and sunbathe every morning and that like it's like the sun is hitting your third eye in a way like I was reading about it a few weeks ago I honestly don't know too much information about like the philosophy the philosophical side to it but just like sunbathing every morning it feels like your body like your light body is getting charged you're like a plant and the sun is charging you I don't know like how to explain it but it's something that I've added to my like morning routine and my morning ritual and I honestly it has empowered me in so many ways that are so different than like the typical journaling meditation morning routine that is still valid but it's just like a different it will just try it to anyone listening go tomorrow morning (laughs) to your window and stare in the sun (laughs) interesting too because I actually do it more because I get up usually pretty early and the sun's not out yet so I love to do it in What's the get up at? <laughs> five stop like I usually oh, that's crazy yeah not every day but like usually between like five and six thirty so it just kind of depends like where the sun's at I suppose um, you know you're successful you're the like in the 5 a.m club I'm yeah, in the 6 37 um, club that's still that's great that's like <laughs> better than like the most people but at the same time I guess like I think about that but then I'm like some people just like operate better at night so it's like everyone just do your own thing sometimes I think it can be really toxic to think like you have to get up at 5 a.m in order to be productive um everyone's just different but what I like to do with the whole sun thing is it's almost for me like recharging a bit in the afternoon um I find that that can be really helpful or if I'm trying to because I I guess I didn't really cover this too much but I work a lot like she kind of said like I'm kind of like more that entrepreneur like I have a lot of stuff going on which requires me to be in my masculine for a lot of the day when I'm doing more of that business side of things so sometimes also it's nice to use the sun to kind of transition more into like my feminine for the evening um just to kind of help me have like a healthy balance between the two of them and that's gonna look different every day that's just another aspect of the sunlight that apparently we both love I think you talk a lot like in your content about feeling powerful like I've seen one of your videos that I love that you talked about how like you just know that you are worthy of all these things and you just know that like deep in your soul and deep in your heart that like you have so much potential and I love that and so I don't even want to talk about feminine energy right now like I just want you to give any advice to anyone listening like how can someone feel embodied in their potential and transform their life like you did yeah I mean it's I've had someone ask me this before and I will say that it's like ever since I was a kid I kind of had this feeling and this knowing a little bit and I'll get into like how I've kind of allowed that to grow more and more over time um and I think a big part of that when I was younger started with because my I grew up very much in a household that was like super hardworking, super like you're capable of anything which is so great and so amazing and what I think gave me that innate like I can do anything I want with hard work anything is possible so I had a little bit of that baseline But then what I realized as I got older was that all my worth came from what I was succeeding and what I was doing at. 
And so then I kind of had to reprogram and go, it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't actually matter what I do with my life, the things that I succeed at, all of these other things. What matters is that like I am living out my fulfillment and like my life purpose, which through that realization and through kind of healing that inherent worthy wound that I had, it allowed me to go, okay, now I'm capable of even more things like my innate being and falling into like the trust of the universe and that I don't need anything outside of myself to be like a quote unquote good person or a a successful person. Like just me as who I am is plenty. And when I started to build that relationship with myself and like I started to write love letters like to myself, like something I did and this I think is really beneficial is I wrote a love letter from almost like the perspective of another person. Like if I were to walk into a room for the first time and someone were to like fall in love with me, just like, what is that love at first sight? Like, what is a letter that they would write? And so I did things like that to just fall in love with who I am as a person, which when you get that connection, you then like know, like, like anyone else that you love, if you were to give someone advice, there is, you wouldn't tell someone you love, like you're not capable of it. Like you look at them and you go, there's nothing you can't do. And so it's like, if you can give that permission to yourself to go, there's nothing you can't do in the mirror, just like you would to someone else that you love um, enough. Then I think that allows you to go, oh, I am capable of all these things. Then also there's so many other little small aspects of being like, what is life? Like we, no one knows, no one truly knows like what we're doing here. What our thing is, is like, why, why not me? So it's like, why, if this person's capable of doing it, if that person's capable of doing it, like no one is better than another person. They've just like evoked and brought out other aspects of themselves. So it's like, I am no longer putting people on pedestals. I'm no longer putting experiences on pedestals. Like we are all on the same playing field. We're all just little humans trying to figure out this experience. And I get to have fun and live out my fulfillment and just like put my heart and soul into whatever it is that I love. And just, I guess that in itself is what has allowed me to go. I am capable of anything and everything that I want to do. Um, And then just really, unlearning a lot of the and not even unlearning but embracing those wounds and like kind of the things that you've gone through I feel like just opens up even more power than like ever before love that you share that and I just want to thank you for coming on this show and sharing your beautiful wisdom (laughs) thank you so much for having me I was so when she I I guess it's for everyone listening when she messaged me I was like oh my god please (laughs) I literally love all these Beautiful souls, thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. As always, feel free to DM me on Instagram if you have any topic suggestions for future episodes or if you would like to apply to be a guest on the show. I hope you feel inspired to claim your power today. Bye!